I got juice like Boku, mad crews, I broke through. Brothers be mad, cause I hit more chicks than they spoke to. And every time I'm jammed, I always find a loophole. I got a crime record longer than Minute Ball. Oh, here goes. Welcome to episode 7 of Throwback Hoops. Woody V is in the house. You'd have just heard me spit some bars from Big L's 1995 track MVP, where he dropped Minute Ball's name. And that is because I'm rocking Minute Ball's Washington Bullets throwback today. Rest in peace to two great men in their own rights, Big L and Minute Ball. And as always, I'm joined by my main man, Robbie Clayton. You liked that, didn't you, RC? Yeah, what's up, Woods? I did, mate. Um, if rap was the game, I'll be MVP, right? Um, yeah, that, that's yeah, it, man. Classic Big L stuff back in the day. Yeah, good to be on again, bro. Yeah, good to have you as well. We also have a very special guest on the show today. You may know him as Finesse Main on TikTok. He's a terrific ambassador and promoter for the NBA all over the world. He's a Miami Heat faithful, and he's a proud Indigenous Australian man. Please welcome to the microphone, Jaden Oakley. Wagwan, bro. I'm loving that intro. So excited for the show. It's going to be a fun one. Good to have you, mate. Definitely. Thanks for coming on the show, Jaden. So I'll just go through some housekeeping to start off with, where you can find us. If you want to tune into the video show, uh, check out YouTube. Our channel is Throwback Hoops uh, and all podcast channels. Please hit subscribe if you like the show, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast, basically anywhere you want to listen to your podcasts. So I guess, Jaden, why don't we, we kick it off with you? Um, why don't you tell the audience a little bit how we linked up and, and how we got to this point to get you on the show? Yeah, so um, I forget which video it was, but I, I made a bold statement on one of my TikToks saying that I have the best jersey collection on TikTok. And Woody quick, quickly corrected me saying he has 400 jerseys. So I stepped back a bit. Um, yeah, we've been chatting a bit on there, a bit of back and forth. And um, yeah, he let me know about the Throwback Hoops podcast. Um, so yeah, here I am. Awesome. And it's good that through uh, social media and other mediums, you can build relationships these days, man. So it's awesome to link up with you, brother. Yeah, definitely. So Jaden, you know, when, when you come on throwback hoops, you know, you got to wear a jersey, right? You know, as, as a guest of ours. So I noticed you got a nice one there. So why don't you uh, tell the audience a little bit about the jersey you're wearing and speak briefly about it? Yeah, so I'll, I'll just step back a bit. I don't have much room, but the boys can run it through while I show it off. So Jaden's wearing a Rob D12 Orlando Magic Dwight Howard home jersey. That's a very nice one. Adidas jersey. Yeah, back, back in the day, I'm um, Dwight Howard. What a man! Three-time Defensive Player of the Year. Um, what is it? Five-time rebound leader, two-time block leader, and people forget he was in the conversation for not just the best center but the best player in the league, up with Kobe and LeBron. So. Apparently not, apparently not in the top 75, though, right? Oh, apparently not. That's ridiculous. We're going to leave that. Robbed. Yep. Thanks, Jaden. Love it, man. Love it. So, Rob, uh, what, what you got there for us, man? Yeah, all right. I'll stand up and, and give you a look at this one. So, Robbie's got a, a classic Miami Heat, Glenn Rice, early 90s throwback edition jersey. Uh, and Robbie, I know how much you like this Glenn Rice, Rice card I pulled from the pack last week, right? Love and, that, uh, mate. Yeah. We got Jaden on the show today, who's a, a huge Miami Heat fan, so it only seemed fitting that you wore, wore the, the Glenn Rice Miami Heat jersey. I'll give you this, by the way. Thanks, yeah. mate. No, I was happy to do it. I thought I'd actually pull this little thing out as well. Um, 
bit of a Glenn Rice bobblehead in the same same jersey I'm wearing now. So that's pretty nice. Um, yeah, look, I mean, obviously, like I picked Rice just for a bit of a Miami theme today, but you can see I've obviously got his um, classic Charlotte Hornets teal jersey hanging in the background, the old champion uh, jersey. Um, yeah, look, absolutely love Glenn Rice. He's probably one of my favourite non-Hawks of all time, actually. Um, he was the number four pick in the 1989 draft out of Michigan. He just won the NCAA title and got drafted by the Heat. Um, look, after that, he went on and played basically a 15-year career. He played with um, the Heat, Hornets, Lakers, Knicks, Rockets, and he finished with the Clippers. Uh, during his career, he was a three-time All-Star, he also, uh, and he also won an All-Star Game MVP, um, and he also won a title in his one season with the Lakers in the year 2000. A uh, bit of a random fact on Glenn Rice there, Woods. He was actually involved in a four-team trade at one stage, um, and basically that trade involved... Um, Patrick Ewing getting traded to Seattle from the Knicks um, and, and basically uh, Luke Longley going from Phoenix to New York and then basically Glenn Rice, um, yeah, basically was sort of part of that trade as well, sort of going to, to the Knicks there. So I thought that was a bit of a fun fact with that one anyway. But, yeah, Glenn Rice. Awesome, man. Love it. Appreciate it. Thanks, mate. And um, so it's, you haven't really shown us yours, Woods. Give us a little, give us a little bit of stuff on Manute Bowl because I know how much you like this guy, right? So Woody's standing up and he's got the classic uh, Mitchell and Ness, Washington Bullets, number 10, Manute Bowl jersey. That's really a classic jersey, that one, Woods. Um, Mitchell and Ness, right? They're pretty rare, rare to find, those ones. Yeah, I, I like them. I was telling you off air, right? You know, they're, they're nice quality as well. Top so, shelf. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, you wore the George Murasan jersey a few weeks ago on the show and, and mentioned he was the equal tallest player in NBA history. So I only felt obliged to wear the jersey of the man he was equal to, right? Um, uh, and, you know, he, he grew up in, in war-torn Sudan as a Dinka tribesman. You know, his rise to the NBA is one of the most incredible stories in sporting history. Uh, he was drafted by the Bullets with the 31st pick in the 1985 NBA draft. Um, and he, he made the NBA all-defensive second team in 1986. And he was the blocks leader in 86 and 89. Actually, in his rookie season, uh, he appeared in 80 games and recorded a career-high five blocks per game. His total of 397 blocks set the NBA record uh, and remains the second-highest single-season total in history. And he did this all in his rookie year. Can you, can you name who, the, who, who holds the record for most blocks in a season, Robbie? Of course uh, you can. Well, it's got to be a certain uh, big guy that played with the Jazz, right? Mark Eaton? Right on, Mark yeah, Eaton. And that's another rest in peace to Mark Eaton as well. He tragically uh, passed about a year ago, I think, in a, in a bicycle accident, didn't he? So He did. He yeah. did. Um, look, just a little bit more. His friendship with Chris Mullen and Charles, Charles Barkley is one of the great uh, stories of his time in the NBA. Uh, and he could shoot the three a little bit as well. You know, he would catapult the ball over the back of his head and just chuck it into the basket. You remember, man? Um, Don Nelson used to encourage him shooting those with the Warriors, didn't he? I remember that. Yeah. He did. And uh, if you remember, he hit six three-pointers and a half when he was at Philly playing against Phoenix. Um, and Charles Barkley was actually on the Suns by then. Um, and he gave him a high five from the opposition team when he landed his 6-3. You remember that? That's yeah. solid. Yeah. yeah. One of the great moments I remember as a kid, you know, when I was watching the NBA. Um, but as storied as a career as, as Manu Ball had on the floor, is the work he did off the floor. Uh, which he may be remembered for mostly. You know, he, he said he spent much of the money that he made during his NBA career supporting various causes uh, related to, you know, the war-torn, ravaged nation of his birth, Sudan. Um, and and tragically, uh, on as I mentioned earlier, on the 19th of June 2010, Bowl died from acute kidney failure and complications from uh, Stephen Johnson syndrome. He's only 47 years old, 
but his legacy lives on with his son, Bol Bol, who's currently on the Nuggets. And Jaden, maybe you can speak on this a little bit. Bol Bol should be playing a little bit more for the Nuggets, right? Uh, Bol Bol should definitely uh, demand a trade, go somewhere. He definitely needs minutes. That boy can ball. Um, yeah, just crazy some of the stuff he does. At, what is he listed? 7-3, yep. um, It's just crazy the way he moves. But also at the same time, spend a little time in the paint. It won't hurt you. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, man. That's but, true. Uh, look, look, I've spent a lot of time over the years reading about Manute's life and studying uh, his incredible existence. As you said, Robbie, I'm a huge fan of his and almost bring, brings me to tears when I think about it. You know, Manute is part of popular culture now. And I strongly encourage all the younger listeners to do the same because he's truly an inspiration, guys. Absolutely. And I was sort of thinking back as well, Woods, you mentioned obviously, you know, um, where he was from and obviously in the, the Dinka tribe there. I believe it was the Washington Bullets owner that was like on a safari holiday or something like that all those right. years ago and basically just spotted this giant man there and somehow managed to, you know, communicate via someone else and, and it led to sort of him coming over to America. So, yeah, it's an incredible story. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's great. Thanks, guys, for rocking your jerseys today and telling us a little bit of, of background around them. Really appreciate it. Um, so look, let's get into it. I mean, we've been looking forward to this all week, uh, you know, Robbie and I. So, Jaden, you ready to chop it up with us or what? I'm keen. I'm, I'm very keen. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So let's kick it off. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your upbringing in Australia, Jaden, where you came from um, and when did you first develop a love for the game of basketball? Yeah, so I was, uh, I was born in Canberra, but, you know, I've lived all over. I've lived in Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne. I've just moved all over the place. Um, I'm an Indigenous man, so I'm a Yamaji Noongar man, which is uh, Western Australia. Uh, that's where my mob's from. Um, my love for basketball... I really don't know how I started playing basketball. I can't remember any friends I had on the team. It was, it was about when I was in grade five, um, so whatever age you are then, nine, ten. Um, but it, where, where my first basketball experience come from was uh, my dad actually had NBA Live 06 on the PlayStation 2. Nice. If you guys know who's on the cover of that. You know why I go for the Miami Heat. Tim Hardaway, right? No, Dwayne Wade. Oh, Dwayne Wade was... Oh, 2006. 2006, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, he was on the cover and, and I, I just said to myself, this guy's on the cover, he, he must be good. And that's why I go for the Miami Heat. Um, but I never really watched any basketball until it was uh, the 09 All-Star Weekend in, in Phoenix. And that's why I... I you know, have such a connection to this man right here, my favorite center, Dwight Howard. Um, the first, you know, piece of NBA uh, basketball I ever watched was the dunk contest where he bought out a 12-foot hoop. He did the Superman dunk. Um, I think that was all in the same contest. And, yeah, um, that kind of sparked my love for the game. You know, I, I wanted the all the Dwight Howard arm sleeves. I wanted them ugly Adidas shoes he was wearing. So, yeah. <laughs> He's still kicking on there after all these years, right? D D twelve. Yeah, he, he's getting a little bit under underappreciated. He's he's yeah. still putting up decent numbers, contributing in his third stint with the Lakers. I, I guess that's some kind of record in itself, um, being on the same team three different times. But yeah, I still got respect for him. Favorite center of all time. Awesome. My apologies. I thought he said nineteen ninety uh, NBA yeah. Live nineteen ninety six, right? But uh, actually, on NBA Live nineteen ninety eight, I think Robert yeah, ninety eight. Tim Hardaway was on the front of that, right? So, um, yeah, and I know you're a huge Dwayne Wade fan as well. Um, all right, so thanks for that, Jaden. Really interesting to hear that. And 
and how you develop that love. Um, and and D twelve, he's he's a Hall of Famer, right? So you know. Um, oh well, we, I guess we'll see. By the time his career is up, he didn't make the seventy five. So I guess we'll see if he makes the Hall of Fame. <laughs> word, word, word. Uh, so now I'll let you give your TikTok channel a plug later. But I absolutely love what you're doing on that medium, and you've developed a huge following, promoting the game to a wider audience, and you're showing your in-depth love and and knowledge of the NBA. Um, and I mean. Even though you've been following it, as you said, for the last 15 odd years, you're, you're a basketball historian. And we're going to be able to test that later in the show with, 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 uh, with our uh, pack opening. But why don't you tell everyone why you decided to start this initiative on TikTok, TikTok and, and what the experience has been like so far for you? Yeah, so initially, um, I just had a microphone in my, in my office here in my house. And, and one of the things that really bugs me about the NBA is Derek Rose fans. And everyone that follows my TikTok knows that. Um, and I just wanted to put a video out there saying like, you know what, this man's still good, but give up on him being an all-star, being an MVP. We hype him up too much. And I just made a video about that. Um, and, you know, it got a lot of views. I had no followers. It got like 4,000 views. And I was like, you know what, let me just state my opinions and see what people think. And it just came out of nowhere. Now, three, three and a half months later, I got 25,000 followers. Just hit that last night. So, yeah, it's, it's been Congrats, crazy. Man. Yeah, thanks, awesome. thanks. It's it's been very quick, and it just came out of nowhere. Just just a man just talking basketball. Um, yeah, so it just came out of nowhere. Uh, and Robbie, that's awesome, mate. Yeah, definitely. I mean, look, Woody's probably been getting me a little bit more into the TikTok. You know, I'm the yeah. the old man of the the podcast there. But no, I definitely liking what you're doing as well, mate. It's probably something I'll probably need to probably sort of get a little bit more involved in. I think it's probably the the way of the future, isn't it? With everyone getting on there. Yeah, well, the TikTok kids love uh, uh, OG is what they're calling them, an old head. So I guess you can spit that knowledge on some of the older stuff. I, I love asking the questions to the older guys. You know, I put a question out one day about um, the comparison between Blake Griffin and Sean Kemp. Woody V actually commented on that one. So, um, yep. yeah, it's, it's great to find out from the older guys too. How much sort of time would you spend on that a week there, Jaden? Sort of, if you got sort of set sort of days or times you do it, or is it just sort of just how you oh, feel? Just, sort of you know, you know, it depends on the video. Some videos that I, I shoot outside, I'm usually playing basketball anyway, so it's just a matter of getting someone to film the camera or put the tripod down. Um, but my ones where I'm talking about thoughts, it'll just pop in my head and it takes, um, you know, a, a couple minutes to to chuck on and. And I just post it. So it really doesn't take that much time. It takes a lot more time responding to all the comments than, than yeah, filming yeah, the videos. I'll tell you what, Jaden, you know, we have a JC, a guy, a friend of ours in Singapore who actually looks after our social media and promoting our show, right? And uh, he's followed you on TikTok. He's watched a lot of your videos. And when I told him you were coming on the show, um, I'll, I'll just read to you what he s- said to me. He said... Um, he follows you on TikTok and he mentioned he absolutely loves the effort and the work you put in to make your product great. So I think you're underselling a little bit, man. Yeah. Give you a massive shout out there and so respect, dog. You know, I mean, respect. I mean, at the start, it did take me a little longer. It's uh, it's become a repetitive process, not in a bad way, but in a in a way that I know how to cut corners to make it a bit shorter um, without cutting the quality. Um, so that's why I think it's a bit quicker. It definitely was a lot longer at the start. And homie, I got to ask you this, right, for the audience, man. Yeah. Why finesse main, huh? Why finesse main, dog? Tell oh, me. I, lo- huh? I love that question, and I'm surprised I haven't had it yet. Um, it actually came from Fortnite. Um, so back right. back in the early days of Fortnite, might have even been like the first week or two, definitely the first month. Um, 
when everyone was absolutely terrible at the game, me included. And I, I just like was hiding in a bush, built up like a fake house and, and someone walked in there and I jumped out the bush, shot him man, and I gave myself the self-proclaimed finesse man. Um, and ever since then, I've been finessing. That's how I grew my followers. In the early days, you would have seen I was a lot more outlandish with some of my opinions. And that was, that was strictly because it, it bring in views. Um, so, yeah, I was kind of finessing my followers a little bit there. Hey, I mean, Robbie, you're very familiar with Fortnite, aren't you, brother? Huh? You uh, play it all the time? No, I can't say I have, mate. <laughs> you, you know you're the gamer of the two of us. Uh, all right, all right. Anyway, we love what you're doing. Finesse, man. Keep doing it, man. It's respect, bro. Definitely. Yeah, thank respect. you. I appreciate it. Um, all right. So now you mentioned your indigenous roots earlier, right? And if we look at Australian hoops now and going back, starting with all-time greats like Danny Morso and more recently, uh, Paddy Mills and Nathan Jawai and younger players coming through like my boy, Keanu Pinder. And we had Hesh on the show last week, or a few weeks ago, who's who's pretty close friends with Dave O'Hickey and as you are. Um, so that's just to name a few. At the grassroots level, we have a lot more great young indigenous players coming through the ranks. This is extremely promising to see, right, Jaden? Yeah, I just want to start off giving a massive shout out to Paddy Mills. Um, the stuff that he does, not only for Australian basketball, um, but for indigenous communities as well as indigenous basketball. Um, you know, he's been crucial in the in the startup of the IBA previously uh, the IBL I think it was called but Paddy's team got involved um I think it was about a year ago now and and the stuff that he does in the off season it, it's it's not just enough for him to be an indigenous role model but he he comes back in the off season and he promotes the game he promotes our indigenous communities um and yep. he makes sure you know people get involved and you know the amount of people that that you see now you go out to any community and, and people are playing basketball, young Indigenous kids where, you know, maybe even 10 years ago it was just kicking a footy, whether it's rugby league or AFL, and, and now basketball is at the top of the mind. So you got you got to thank Paddy for that. And there is those other guys um, that you mentioned, and, and a lot of the young guys, Keanu, um, Davo, Bawali Bales, my brother boy up in the Sydney Kings. Yep. Um, you know, hopefully they make the league. Um, shout out to my boy Ant Money Munns too, Anthony Mundine the third. Um. Yeah, he he'll be work. coming up the rank yeah, ranks very work. shortly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it very exciting to see the young indigenous talent we have, and I just just you know can't thank Paddy enough for what he does for the game. No, that's awesome. And look, I mean, obviously, like I totally agree with what you're saying about Paddy. There, he's just such a. I mean, if you're talking about you know parents looking for a role model, you know, or, you know, kids sort of you know sort of looking up to someone, you can't find someone better than Paddy and what he's done. And I was always liking Jaden. You'd sort of hear that he obviously sort of educated everyone over in the NBA as well. He'd sort of regularly sort of you know when he was with the Spurs, you know, he'd be sort of teaching them and sort of giving them a bit of history of you know Australia or sort of his upbringing and things like that. So yeah, no, what an yeah, he, he's not only um, you know a promoter of of the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, but also First Nations people across the world. So he inst- he started the uh, first ever Indigenous night. Um, I think it was in 2019, I want to say. Um, he did it with the Spurs and and they just celebrated First Nations culture um, around there. And yeah, just, just amazing the work that he does. Definitely. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for that, Jaden and, and Robbie as well. Now, Let's just move on a little bit here. Uh, I know I know you're a jersey collector. You spoke on that earlier, how I reached out to you on TikTok and whatnot. You're just like Robbie and myself. 
Yeah. And I mentioned last week, uh, Robbie has 25 Josh Smith jerseys. And you yourself have how many LeBron jerseys? I think at last count, it was 13 LeBron jerseys. Right, right, right. That's awesome. So we also showcased the City Edition jerseys on our show last week. Uh, and I know you've discussed this on your TikTok channel, but I might just bring them up here, actually, guys. Um, yeah. second. Yeah, so so my goal with the LeBron jerseys, I initially had a goal to um to collect them all, and then I I realized that that's very not possible. Um, LeBron especially now when they bring out about five different variations a year, five right? jerseys a year, two different jerseys for the All Star each year, and number yeah, change was, and stuff. Yeah, it was too much, too, too much. Yeah, yeah so, so continue, Woody. Sorry. Yeah. Go for it, Jaden. Why don't you give us your thoughts on the on the city edition jerseys and how yeah. you think they came out? Yeah. Yeah. So if, if anyone's seen my TikTok, you guys saw um I did a ranking. I ranked them from thirty to first. Uh, so I'll give my top three. I think at number three I had the Timberwolves. Um, such an amazing jersey. I think the black original um KG is is one of my favorite jerseys of all time. Just something about the font and, and the way the green pops. But this is a great new take on it. Um, at number two, I, I had Denver. And, and I, I made a statement that I think in 10 years, 20 years' time, this will be one of those jerseys that people are going to be asking Mitchell and Nessel, whoever's in charge, to retro and try to get their hands on. And it's going to be selling for a lot. Um, I don't know. It's, it's just something so clean about it. And at number one, so unfortunate that Paddy Mills has left this year because I would love to cop a Paddy Mills Spurs jersey in this right. colorway. Um, no one on the Spurs right now that I really would want a jersey from. Uh, no disrespect to any of those guys, but it's just such an amazing um, color scheme. I don't know why they don't utilize it um, a lot more. It stands but, out too, doesn't it? Because the Spurs have had those similar jerseys for home and road jerseys for a long time, haven't they? So that one does yeah. kind, of, kind of pop and, out. And I think, uh, yeah, a lot of the people on my TikTok commented, are you kidding? There's better jersey. But I think it's the fact that Spurs really changed it up from what they used to, the black, the grey, the white. Uh, they had, let's not talk about the camo jerseys that they had. But, um, yeah, it's just a real change and, and a very nice change. Um, and as as for my disappointing ones um you spoke a bit on this last week rob charlotte hornets i I was really impressed the first time i saw this um and then i got a closer look and the thing that really bugs me is the pinstripes don't fade out once it gets to the honeycomb rob i know you hate the font i don't mind the font um yeah and and the second disappointment unfortunately is my miami heat so much potential so that is, yeah, that is random that one with the mixed mixed number colors right that's yeah. yeah and and i think even this concept could have worked in a different way it's it's the execution of it i like the fact um i don't know if you guys know but each player gets to choose their their number combination so they could have the miami vice see bam out of bio here has the um black on black one with the uh, I don't know what three that is. Maybe that's the Floridian. Um, yeah, but they got to choose their their jersey um, number combination of, of which jerseys they wanted it from. Um, I was really hoping I saw a concept uh, someone made of the old school Floridian jerseys in the Miami Vice colors, and that's what I was. That's that's yep. where my hopes were for Miami, and and they brought it down a, a long way. So you won't be buying one of those. 
uh, we'll see how far they make it because this might be an iconic year, but um, not after the last couple of games. But um, yeah, we'll see how far they make it and, and I'll make my decision. Well, I guess that's a pretty good segue then, Jaden. You know, um, we know you're a huge Miami Heat fan, and we normally have a segment on this show called Hawks Talk, as you know, Robbie and I are, are Hawks diehards. But because we got you on the show today, and we're going to replace Hawks Talk with a new segment just for today, okay? And it's called The Heat Beat. Robbie, what do you think about that? I like that, mate. I should let everyone know as well, we're not just doing this because the Hawks are playing like crap at the moment and have lost five in a row. We will be talking about them next week, even if they haven't won a game again. But no, Heat Beat, I like it. I like it. Well, you know what? At, at the moment, our um, the, the Heat are going just as well as the Hawks in the last couple of games. So We, we, talk, we talked earlier in the week, didn't we? And since then, I think the Heat have lost a few more and they've lost yeah. three in a row maybe now, right? I think, yes. I think two days ago would have been a great time for the Heat Beat. We were sitting at number one in the East. Yeah. Yeah. So good point there, Jaden. So, I mean, they had a great start to this season, but at the time of recording, you know, the Clippers game just finished with the Heat on Friday. Um, Lakers. Our audience, oh, sorry. Yeah. The Lakers was yesterday. Clippers was, today, I was right? Clip, yeah. my bad. My yeah, bad. Yeah. 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 So the, the double LA games and they're sitting at seven, five at the moment. So what I'm going to do for you, Jaden is bring up the Heat roster. Maybe you can take the audience through through it for us, you know, a little bit about the depth chart, new additions to the team this year, etc. Um, and yeah, even for the for the people who are listening to the audio version of the show and can't see, uh, maybe you want to just give a quick overview of, of what the Heat have done this year. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, at the head coach, we got the main man, Eric Spolster, the wizard himself. Name a better coach in the NBA, you can't. Um, point guard, you know, we've got the great addition of Kyle Lowry. Um, Duncan Robinson starts at the shooting guard. We got Jimmy Butler, small forward, who unfortunately, uh, I think he tweaked his ankle. Um, I can't remember exactly he what did. he did. It was in the first half of the game. Yeah, yesterday. He hasn't the game. Yeah. yeah. Um, PJ Tucker and Bam Adebayo. PJ Tucker is is a great addition to the Miami Heat, I think, um, and especially being in the East, taking him away from the Bucks. Um, that that's just a great chance for us to go even further. How about um, that dunk he threw down against the Lakers as well? Yeah. The, the, apparently, the, apparently that was his first dunk in a game for like four seasons or something. I, I, I had to double check who, who did it because I couldn't believe it. Um, yeah, and it was a crunch time, really important dunk too. So, yeah. Um, Tyler Hero coming off the bench. Um, he comes off point guards, shooting guards, small for he He just gets on and plays basketball. I don't think he has a position. Um, Strauss, we got Caleb Martin, Markeith Morris, who obviously had the incident with Jokic um, the other day. And thankfully, I think he's okay. He didn't really, he got shaken up a bit, but no. We'll speak on that. We'll speak on yeah, that, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Dwayne De- Deadman, who um, I've been seeing getting a few more minutes than I think. For, <laughs> for the Hawk there, he was like starting yeah, for the Hawk. season or two there. Yeah. Dwayne Deadman walking. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, um, I forgot he was actually in the league, to be completely honest, until he came to the Heat. Um, I, th- I thought his days in the NBA were up. Um, we got Gabe Vincent. That's a that's another young buck. Victor Oladipo. Um, I think we're going to talk about him a bit yep. later. Um, he he's injured. Uh, I don't know. Okpala. I don't. KZ Okpala. I mean, yeah. these guys are at the end of the depth chart, so yeah. you know we won't even worry about them, right? So maybe let's kick it off. has them, obviously. Yeah, the legend, right? Um, why don't we kick off talking a little bit about your boy, Tyler, Tyler Hero? I mean, he's had a great start to the season. You know, after a down year last year, Jaden, 
And he seems like he could be in the running for six man and most improved player awards. Are you with me on this? I'm 100% with you. So my prediction on TikTok at the start of the year was um, obviously barring what happens with Victor Oladipo and his return. My prediction was whoever doesn't start, Victor or Tyler, the other one's getting six man of the year. I don't think I had either of them for most improved, but it's it's amazing. I, I just am glad to see um, Tyler Hero get back to the man that he once was. I think the pressure of, of um, you know, the bubble season, everyone called him bubble boy and whatnot, um, that got to him a bit and, and he's picking it back up. He doesn't have that pressure anymore. He's playing a lot more free this year, isn't he? He sort of he doesn't seem to, you know, he's just out there and just balling, doing what he does, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, watching him in the Lakers game, he he just had the ball in his hands and he w- he was just playing basketball. Um, he w- he didn't seem worried. Yeah, he dropped that he dropped that pass. That was a nice nice swing shot for the three man. We should have been in rhythm, right? But yeah, apart yeah, from yeah. that, yeah, right. <laughs> we saw that. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I totally agree with you on all of that, and um, it's good to see him, young kid. You know, got a great attitude and. Yeah, wish him nothing but the best as well going forward. All right, let's talk a little bit about the veteran, Kyle Lowry, right? I mean, he brings that championship experience to the Heat roster now. I mean, how important an acquisition has he been, Jaden? He's been amazing. Um, his chemistry that he brings straight away to the Heat um, was j- just amazing. You would have thought him and Jimmy Butler um, had been playing together since they were kids, um, the way that they just had chemistry before games were even played. Um, you, you'd see in media day, um, him, Bam, and Jimmy um, just had that chemistry. He's he's turned into a really, really pass-first point guard. Um, yeah. He looks to get the team involved. He's averaging eight assists at the moment. Um, he sometimes does force the pass a lot, um, which we did see late in the Lakers game, um, yeah. which I don't want to put the blame on him, but I'm going to put the blame on him. Um, and but do, one, once we get through the season, um, yeah, it's it's only going to get better and better. And I think the addition of Kyle Lowry and PJ Tucker were exactly what we need. Pat Riley's a mastermind. Eric Spolster is a mastermind. They know what they're doing. No, I definitely agree with that. I mean, having a sort of a player with that sort of pedigree now, and obviously coming off his you know championship sort of uh, with with Toronto a couple of seasons ago, I think he will be sort of crucial there. And such a good defender as well, right? You know, we see yeah. how good Kyle Lowry is at taking charges and just putting his body on the line every game. So yeah, I think you're right there, Jaden. Sort of getting him and someone like you know PJ Tucker with the sort of veterans there to go with some of their younger talent. Very good. And I've got to say as well, Bam Adebayo, I just love watching that guy play as well. I've got him in a couple of my fantasy teams and you know how you sort of concentrate on guys a little bit more when you've got him in the, in your team. But man, he's he's really good. Yeah, Kyle Lowry and Jimmy Butler on a defensive end is just a match made in heaven. Just right. hustle guys. Definitely. I mean, they don't call Kyle Lowry the bulldog for nothing, right? Yeah. You know, and at 35, he started the season a little bit slow, but his last three, four games, you've seen he's he started to, you know, tune it up a little bit. So it's good to see, man. And um, if you can look after the ball a little bit more in crunch time, you'd be happy, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, we, we don't stress too much on early season games. so Right, that's fair. Neither do we, right, Rob? <laughs> not at the moment. Try not to. All right, all right. I mean, you mentioned Victor Oladipo earlier. Uh, Jaden and uh, I mean he, he's not been healthy for a while now what are we to expect what are we to expect for him on his return and can he find that kind of form 
that he once had when you know he was with the Pacers and he is an ex All Star, right? So you know, unfortunately, I don't think we're going to see the Victor Oladipo at full capacity that we once did. But to yeah. even see you know three quarters of that would be amazing, especially coming off the bench, the depth that the Miami Heat have. Um, Victor Oladipo is just a cherry on top, and and I did say on TikTok that I think he is going to get to that point where um, he's going to be a contender for an award like Sixth Man of the Year, and he's going to put up some valuable buckets. Um, just that extra guy that you might need in crunch time, depending on you know what what system you're playing, what team you're playing. And I think probably Miami is a good spot for someone like him to sort of get back as well. You know, they're obviously a very hardworking team, great training staff and everything else like that. And we know that Oladipo is a hard worker there. So, yeah, well, obviously sort of whatever you get back is a bit of a bonus as well, right? I mean, they're obviously playing well without him, but to sort of add someone like him, whatever role he, he can fill for them will, will definitely be, be a bonus for him. Yeah, you heard me singing on a previous ep- episode. You heard me rapping on this episode. You know Victor Oladipo's got pipes, right? I think he's got you can, covered there, Woods. Yeah. He's got me covered, but yeah. brother can sing. Brother can sing, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right. I mean, Markeith Morris, as you mentioned, Jaden, has been in, in the headlines lately. Uh, mm-hmm. I know you boys have seen the recent incident with the Joker. I mean, what are your thoughts on how that played out? I mean, we've got to talk about that a little bit here, right? Robbie, maybe I'll start with you. Yeah, well, it's a pretty interesting incident, wasn't it? I've sort of watched quite a few replays of that. Um yeah, I mean, look, Jokic was Jokic was definitely in the wrong doing what he did. Um, I was actually surprised he got one game, to be honest. I thought that probably deserved two to, to, to do what he did there. But look, you know, we know what Morris is like, you know, whether it's, you know, either of the Morris brothers, they do get under people's skin. They're f- big physical guys that can sort of put hard fouls there. So I think it had probably been building up from the play before, but... Geez, imagine someone like the Joker running up behind you and knocking you like that. I mean, I, I couldn't quite work out whether he was milking it a little bit at first, but I, I probably don't think he was. I think he was sort of, his body was all loose and everything. And then a 150 kilo guy basically ran into him and knocked him down. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm a Miami Heat fan, but the the Jokic incident doesn't happen without the Markeith incident first. Mm. Um, you know, he's not just going to do that out of nowhere. And a lot of people were saying, um, you know, it was just a basketball play by Markeith. If Jokic is not carrying around the extra baggage that he does, that could easily be a broken rib. It, it was very high impact. Um, Jokic's arms were up ready for a pass and it could have ended very badly for an MVP candidate who's currently smashing the, the single season PER. So he's on track for, you know, back-to-back MVPs possibly. Yep. Yep. Um, and yeah, I, I think the frustration of that got to Jokic. Um, and like you said, Rob, um, I thought Markeith was milking it as well, um, but he was down for for a while. And um, yeah, a few of the I'm not sure what happened after the game. What what the Heat thought they were really going to do? They knew they were going to get stopped at the at the gate. So yeah, I mean Jimmy Butler's got a bit of form of doing that. We saw him with T.J. Warren, didn't we? He was sort of trying to get after yeah. him, sort of thing. Look, Jalen Rose always says it on his podcast, the old "hold me back" thing in the NBA, sort of thing. You know, you try and sort of defend your teammate, but none of these guys want to, you know, obviously sort of get physical or risk sort of, you know, injuring himself or breaking a wrist or a finger or anything. So I'm glad it sort of didn't escalate any further and look, probably the league did what they needed to do. Maybe probably two games would have been good because it would have meant the Joker would have missed the game against the Hawks tomorrow, but yeah, yeah to right. do with one, right? Well said, boys. Well said, boys. And um, yeah, I think, I think it's the most emotion I've seen the Joker, uh, you know, show and react yeah. ever on an NBA court. So he must have been aggravated a little bit, and as Jaden said, the, what led up to that incident was was what kind of you know made made that tick in his head to to re- reiterate, let's say, right? So, 
Yeah, well said. So, I mean, so Jaden, I had the Heat as third, and Robbie had them. You had them as fifth in the East, fifth right? From memory, fifth, Robbie, yeah, right, yeah. right. So, I mean, I mean, give us your prediction, Jaden. What seed are they going to be? Come, come eighty-two games. So, yeah. my my prediction early in this, uh, before the season, and I'm sticking to it. I had them at second seed in the East. Um, I didn't. I don't think I ever mentioned that I thought they would uh, be championship contenders. But you know what? I'm putting them up there now. Yeah, and they're playing great basketball. The Bucks and the Nets aren't playing amazing, amazing basketball like we thought they would. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely a chance. Yeah, I agree. Rob, what do you think? Championship contenders now? I think so. I mean, they've obviously got a pretty deep roster. Um, probably the one concern with me would be if anything happens to Bam. You know, we just mentioned that Deadman's gone to the, the backup there and they've got the, the Turkish guy behind him. Yeah, that could be a bit of a worry. But look, hopefully Bam sort of continues to stay healthy. But yeah, definitely they, they're in contention, aren't they? Yeah. Nice. yeah. Our, our lack of size is, is really what kills us, you know, if something happens to Bam. But uh, PJ Tucker is no stranger to playing... Um, center as we saw. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You could do that in the new NBA as well, right? You know. Um, yeah. So well said, guys. Really, really appreciate that. And um, nice to have that new segment on the show, the Heat Beat. But we're going to go back to Hulk Stock next week, right, Robbie? That's it. <laughs> All right. So look, I want to get to our favorite part of this show, and I mean, everybody loved this segment last week, Robbie, didn't they? A few people sort of contacted me directly and I know they did with you and they were just absolutely loving it. And people were sort of just seeing how sort of enthusiastic you were when you were doing it. So I could just tell how genuinely excited you were. And it's good as well because it's just the randomness, isn't it? Who are you going to pull in that pack and everything like that? Hell yeah. So that's that's right. So we're going to open another pack of classic basketball cards right now. Right. And last week I had the 91-92 edition of Hoops. You said, let's change it up, Woods. So I got the 1991 pack, hoops. You remember this pack, man? I remember yeah. them. I remember going to one of those like Comic Kingdom or something in Sydney in the 90s sort of thing and picking up those ones for sure. All right. So let's do this. And you know, we play this game, Jaden. I open the pack and then I speak a little bit about the player on the card and I'll, I'll show it to you guys. I'll mention who it is and you guys can speak on it, right? Yeah. All right. So I love this first one. San Antonio Spurs. Terry Cummings. Wow, the veteran Terry Cummings, former Milwaukee Buck as well. Yeah, he had a great career, didn't he, Terry Cummings? Did, definitely. And I actually used him on NBA Live 96, <laughs> Finesse Main, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got an NBA Hoops tribute Pistons win final card. Who do you see on that card there, guys? I can see Vinnie Johnson and Chuck Daly on the left. Is that, I can't quite tell the Portland guy. Yeah, is, it, it would have helped if there was more color in that card. But yeah, yeah, it, it, it's a little blurry on the on the Portland guy. You can make out it's a Portland. It is Terry Porter. I'm telling yeah, you right you now, it's Terry Porter, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, who obviously had a coaching stint recently in the NBA, mm-hmm. right? All right, I know you like this one, rookie card, Stacy oh, wow. King, the big Stacy King. Yeah, he's still commentating for the Bulls now, isn't he, on their hometown feeds, but. I was hoping for maybe a bit of a more high-profile rookie in this pack, though, Woods. I was looking with, what, what Derek Coleman's draft class, Gary Payton, Dennis Scott, Kendall Gill. Hopefully, can okay, get I, don't know, I don't know if I'm going to pull that, but I'm going to pull one for you right now. And I know you know this guy right here, Cleveland Cavaliers oh, wow. card for Steve Kerr. That's a quality card. Yeah, I bet a lot, lot of people wouldn't sort of remember he even played for them, right? Yeah. Nah, yeah, yeah. He was with Brad Doherty and Hot Rod Williams yeah, from last, last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ma- Ma- 
Was Mike Price there at that time? Yeah, he would have been. Yeah, he probably would have been backing yeah. up Price, actually. And Craig Elo would have been Craig Elo, as well. Craig Elo, maybe even Ron Harper on that team, right? I think he might have gone to the Clippers by that stage. but yeah. Right, you're right. Yeah. He did. Yeah, he left in 88 or 89, right? So, And if I'm not right. mistaken, the uh, all-time three-point percentage leader, Steve Kerr, am, am I correct in that? Fact checker, Robbie, are you correct? Mm, he, he owns, it sounds he owns, good, so I'm going to say yes. He owns a three-point record, and I'm sure it's it's the, the three-point percentage. So it wouldn't be a surprise. He was brilliant. That. I'll fact check. <laughs> All right. So, Casey Jones, man. Wow. Classic card. So what is that card, Wood? It's like a... It's a 1958 to 1967 card which is kind of a tribute cards that used to pull in the 1991 pack yeah. you know we saw the bernard king one last yeah, week yeah, yeah. um and this is the to pay tribute to a great career in the nba and casey jones 1958 to 1967 on those teams with bill russell and eight-time um, champion was he? yeah yep. I, I think so yeah i mean yeah he was on all the all all the championships that bill russell won how many how many did bill he russell won, won 11. 11. I, I think casey yeah. won a few less Wow. Yeah, and, and just to go back to Steve Kerr, 45.4% highest field goal percentage in NBA history. There you go. Yeah, it's good to have Finesse Main on the show, man, right? He knows his facts and maybe you want to double check that eight-time eight time championship for yeah. championship for Casey Jones, right? Yeah. We'll take we'll take a quick look at, um, you know what? I, I think you were correct. No, eight-time eight time NBA champion. There we go. Two-time as assistant coach and two-time yep. as NBA coach. All right. Right. Thank you, right. Finesse Main. All right. I know you're going to like this one, man. Clyde the Glide oh, that's Drexler. A, that's a great All card, right. isn't it? Yeah, those old-school Portland sort of jerseys as well. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Just just an amazing dunker too. Clyde the Glide just glides through the air. Um, He's yeah. a bit Dr. J-like, wasn't he, when he was on the fast break? You know, he just... Throw them down on people. Yeah. And I did make a TikTok video on this guy uh, at the request of my brother, actually, because we were both friends. Oh, wow. We were both fans of this man, William Bedford, baby. William Bedford. I right? believe he um, had a few issues off the court when he retired, Woods. Is that right? He did. You know, you know, he had drug problems and whatnot. But the good news is William's got his life back together That's and he's yeah. helping troubled youths now to get their life back on track. So William Bedford, my brother is going to love this that I pulled this. Hey, what do they list guy. his size and weight out there, Woods? He was a big unit, wasn't he? Yeah, he's at 7'1", 235, man. So, Solid. yeah. All right. I know you'll remember this one. On the Doug Mo team, man, Blair Rasmussen. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was. he played for the Hawks as well. Yeah, he was. A... Yep, he did. He's a good player back in the day. I hadn't thought of that name for a while. No, I haven't, man. Probably for about 30 years, man. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, we got... What do we got? We got a checklist card, got a bro. Checklist. Get we got a golden... Oh, we got a gold... What are we going to do to this? Yeah, rip it up. Get oh, it. man. Yeah, I'm going to rip this shit up, man. That's what I'm going to do. It's gone. It's That's gone. That's the rule there. Any checklist cards, they're gone, right? All right. Yeah, they're gone, man. You know, we, we got to respect Lee Ellis, right? We do. That's what we're doing. Yeah, right? Lee would have so, liked that. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, on Kelly Trapaka's team, that first ever Hornets team, Randolph Keys. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is a blast right? from that's, the past. That's a blast from the past, yep. right? Yeah. Don't have many facts on hand about him. No, and I got the coach of that team, team Gene Littles, oh, coming wow. up next. Nice. Right? Yeah. All right. A special Super Streaks card behind the scenes. And it has, it's an insert with Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan, right? 
cool. Who are they? Behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, who are they, man? Right? Yeah. So brilliant to get these two legends on the There's same card. There's some random together. cards in this pack, isn't there? It's a real mixed oh, bag. This one. Not, probably not as uh, high-quality players as the ones in last week's pack so far. Same one I got last another Chris week, Ford. Man. I, another, I got the Chris Ford What's All-Star card, and I got the Chris Ford Celtics. Hey, I respect you tomorrow there, Woods. I like that. Yeah, man, you still haven't got rid of yours. Yeah, no, right? yeah. How are you going to pull a Hawks card or what? No, man, no, no, I'm looking at the last two. Ah. All right, no Hawks card. <laughs> All right, I got this awesome, awesome card, man. Derek uh, McKee, nice. Sonics. Who were his teammates probably that year, 1990, uh, So it would have been like what? Um, Camp, Nate, Peyton, Nate McMillan, Nate maybe Maroon, some Detlef yep. Schrempf maybe could have been yep. there. Xavier McDaniel. Mm. Possibly so, yeah. And um, Derek McKee went on to have a, a sort of a decent career with the Pacers as well, didn't he, after that? He did. He did. Mm-hmm. He did. And this final one, you know, we talked a little bit about the documentary, The Last Dance, on our episode last week. It is a Sacramento Kings Bill <laughs> Wennington card. Almost a god Bill Wennington played the for big, Sacramento. The big Canadian, yeah. Canadian. We've been talking about Canadians a lot on the show lately, right? Mm. What's his weight listed out there? He's got to be more than 230, what Bedford was. Seven foot two forty five, right? Yeah, he was a big yeah. boy. Nice. All right, so that was awesome. Please send in your requests if you want us to open a FLIR pack or an upper deck pack from a certain year. We'll make it happen, right, Robbie? Absolutely. No, I look forward to doing more of those for sure. Hell yeah! And I'm, I told you he's a basketball historian. He might be younger than us, man, but you know he's shown <laughs> us up on a few things today, hasn't he, Robbie? Great facts he's coming up with for sure. You know, you know what? I, I pride myself on knowing a lot of um. A lot of the older players, which, which to be honest, I got from playing NBA 2K um, and playing my team, which is basically ripping packs in real life. But you did pull out a lot of people who the names did not ring any bells in my head. Yeah, there was a few random ones even for me there. Was it Randolph Keys from the Hornets or whatever? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Blair Rasmussen. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Moving on. All right. Look, um, Look, I just want to quickly touch on the NBL Blitz, Robbie. Um, it's starting, um, it's Friday now, so at the time of recording, it'll be starting within 24 hours. So yep. why don't you speak on a little bit, man, um, and you know, a bit about the format and which teams will be playing in which states, et cetera, right? Yeah, so they've done a bit of a split, I guess, you know, the sort of, um, what's it's Tasmania and then Melbourne. I believe there's going to be some games in New South Wales. Is that right, Woods? I think it's predominantly going to be in Melbourne for sort of the Melbourne teams, the Kings, the Hawks, and New Zealand, and then obviously sort of the rest of the teams are going to Tassie. Um, yep. I think they made a few changes, didn't they? I think um, New Zealand was originally supposed to be going to Tasmania and that part of they it. They come to Melbourne, yeah. Around. But, yeah, look, really looking forward to it, obviously. Um, you know, sort of it, it is a very good sort of preseason, and, 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 you know, sort of a lot of the new players will be getting quite a bit of court time. It's not one of those things that, you know, you sort of play, you know, the bench players, they will sort of be playing most of the sort of full teams and everything. So, yeah, I'm actually sort of really looking forward to see it as well. Um, what about you, Woods? Are you sort of looking forward to sort of see a few new players or anything like that? What do you... Definitely. I mean, preseason's all about the young guys coming through. They'll get some court time, seeing seeing how these imports are going to fit into, you know, a, a new system and whatnot, um, new coaches, what kind of sets they're going to run, etc. I'll speak on what Jaden said earlier. I'm really looking forward to watching my man Bawali Bales play. And we had Coach Esh on the show a few weeks ago. He's been working with him solo. And I think he's going to get that opportunity to play, you know, backup point guard straight away on that team. And I think um, Coach Buford, uh, we mentioned R.C. Buford's sons coaching the Kings this year. Really excited to see Bivali in in uh, in uh, in preseason, and I mean, um, Jaden, your boy Dave O'Hickey, man, got that got that 
development player uh, position now with United. Uh, I bet you're excited to see how how he can perform, and he's probably going to get some some burn in the pre- in, in the preseason of the Blitz, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So my uh, sources tell me that he's going to get some nice minutes um, in the yep. preseason, uh, which will be great to see because he is a phenomenal basketball player, and I think he just needs that opportunity. And once he cracks the NBL, he is staying. Um, unless the only way he's getting out is if he goes higher. Um, and and just this next Monday coming up um, is when the Sydney Kings versus um, yeah, Melbourne know. United. So it'll be a good ba- battle between the Red Fern boys, Buali and, and yep. Avo Hickey. So cool. I'll, I'll have to get down to MSAC. I'm not sure if they're allowing crowds. I hope so um, to watch the brother boys play. So, Well, if you can't get down there, Robbie... Where can, where, can, where can Finesse Main watch the game? Yeah, definitely. So, look, every game's going to be on KO Sports, and I believe it's free. It's on the freebies sort of part of KO Sports. So, look, I probably wish there was a few games on ESPN personally, but, yeah, every game's on, on KO Sports there. So you can sort of check into those. Um, and, yeah, I think it'll be good. I mean, obviously, if people can get out and support it there, like you said, um, I'm not sure what the, the story is in Melbourne with fans, but I know Tasmania, there'll be fans that are going there. Um, remember what I've spoken to you before, Woods, I went and watched the, the Blitz when it was in Sydney yep. when they played in um, a random stadium in Crow's Nest when it was James Ennis's first year here. And just to be yep. able to get sort of close access to the players and sort of, you know, see quite a few different, you know, games in one day and everything else like that it's really fun to do it so yeah looking forward for it to, to all start this weekend so any wildcats you're going to look look forward to seeing in preseason quickly before we move on um yeah looking forward to probably just see how fraser and hodgson are both sort of fitting in now as well but yeah i, I believe mitch norton's going to be missing with an injury so that probably sort of frees up a few more minutes for, for one of the boys there but uh, i'll be i'll be catching all their games for sure woods awesome and we'll have joseph core host of the nbl pocket podcast on our show next week to get into all of the NBL preseason talk as well. So look out for that episode, everyone. Um, all right, this has been awesome. You know, I just got to quickly go through some corrections from last week. Well, actually, just one. I mentioned I watched Danny Manning at Staples Center in the early 90s. I was actually incorrect. I watched him live in 1992 at a Lakers home game versus the Clippers, and the Lakers home court at that time was the Forum. So my apologies just letting the audience know. My bad, yeah. Um I don't make too many mistakes, do I, Robbie? No, mate. Even if you're sort of coming out with those ones, no one would have noticed that. So, yeah, full yeah, respect. You know, you, yeah. yeah, respect. Thanks, bro. Appreciate <laughs> it. All right. So, thanks for tuning in. You know, as I said earlier, please support the show and subscribe to us um, on whatever medium you listen. Um, and, you know, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe there. Uh, Robbie, where can we be followed? You know, Twitter, Instagram, email. You want to you wanna holler at the audience and let them yeah, know about man, that? Yeah, I'll, I'll talk you through where everyone can sort of find us there. So I guess our Twitter handle is at Throwbacks Hoops, if you want to sort of reach us on Twitter there. Look below, look below. Uh, yeah. Exactly, if you're watching the video. Yeah. Um, we did mention we have set up that Instagram account now. So that's just Throwback uh, Hoops, right? Throwback.hoops. Throwback.hoops. Yeah, yep. throwback.hoops. Um, and, of course, the email address. We've still been getting some sort of great questions, and we'll probably get to some some more of those in the coming weeks. But that's Throwback Hoops podcast at gmail.com uh and woods what about you what's that uh, what's your tiktok channel you can you can tell everyone yeah if you want to follow me on tiktok it, it's tiktok it's woody underscore v83 um and and sorry that we didn't actually get to some of those questions today as you mentioned robbie we will uh as you said get to some of those questions that that are being sent in uh from next week onwards um so Jaden, man thanks for coming to the show man did you enjoy yourself today or what yeah it was a lot of fun and i'll I'm already keen for the next time I'm on the show. Um, I might have to get my NBL knowledge a bit, um, you know, up up to standard for you guys. And I, I might have to do some research on um, on some of the bench players. So when, when the pack opening session comes on, I, I know a few more names. But, yeah, I had a lot of fun today. 
I tell you what, Woods, we we're looking to get that sort of friend of the podcast, weren't we? Sort of that we could maybe sort of have on for regular spots. And mate, he's absolutely killed it. Yeah. Oh, he has. And man. it does look yeah. like he's in the booth about to spit some bars, though, right? <laughs> yeah, word up, word up, word up. Maybe, so... maybe another segment of, of Freestyle Fridays on the throwback hoops. <laughs> nice. Um, so I guess, um, Jaden, why don't you give yourself a plug here? Tell the audience a little bit about where they can find you, uh, a little bit about your TikTok channel, etc. Whatever you want, man. Over to you. Yeah, so I mean, if you if you guys want to follow me on uh, TikTok, it's finesse main. I talk all things basketball. I do some funny stuff. I talk about two K. Just just go follow me. You'll see it. Um, I, I do a lot of um, good videos. Um, my my Instagram is smh underscore oak. Um, I'm starting to use that a bit more um, in in conjunction with my with my TikTok. So you'll see a lot more stuff on there. Um, you know, it's shoot me a DM. That's where everyone shoots me DMs because obviously on TikTok you can't uh, message a creator. So you know, shoot me DMs. Let me know um, if there's any things in Melbourne to pull up to, um, any courts, and you know, I, I just love getting out there and meeting people. So yeah, for sure, follow me on on Instagram, TikTok, and and shoot me DMs with questions and all that. And just to be clear, Jaden, it's finesse. Main, M-A-N-E, with an E, right? Not man, right? So, yeah, a lot of people call me Finesse Man, but it's Finesse Main with an E, like Gucci Main. That's where the main came from, Gucci Main. And I told you, homie, I'll be in, in Melbourne from around the 12th or the 13th. I know you're coming coming back to New South Wales, but if we can find a time, it'll be nice to catch up for a beer uh, over in your neck of the woods, man. So let's let's try and chop it up if we can, right? Yeah, 100%. We'll have, we'll have to go down, have a beer, and, and watch a few games. Hell uh, yeah, man. Give, give our yeah. opinion on, in person and, and maybe yeah. a little collaboration on TikTok. Word up, word up. That would be awesome, man. Yeah. That would be awesome. Man, Jaden's showing us up a little bit, right, Robbie? He's young. He's good looking. He's got a way flyer microphone than us, man. You know, how can we compete with that, homie? How can we, right? Oh, no, that's just putting us to shame, isn't it? I've got to ask before we let you go, before we finish up, can you tell me about the shoe behind you as well? Because I'm loving the look of that that Nike shoe there. Yeah, so so for the, for the uh, audio listeners, let me grab it for the video listeners. So for the audio listeners, I've got a uh, Nike Air Force here. It's actually uh, Air Force bottoms are really dirty. It's an Air Force light. Um, I forgot what the original name is. Anyway, it's just it's just a lighter version of it. Air Max, uh, Air Force. Sorry. Um, and I, I painted it up. Um, let me move the microphone out of my way. So I've, I've painted it up. Um, Looks awesome. Just with yeah some some indigenous artwork. Um, and this took me a very long time because, uh, yeah, I had to go over each dot about three times, like, yeah, dry it, then go over the next dot. Um, so I've got the other one in the back there. I, I get a lot of compliments on these. I don't wear these a lot because I don't want to destroy them. I only wear them to things like NADOC week, um, Yarbin, which is the January 26th Survival Day Festival. Mate, mad respect for those. I look great. Thank you. appreciate it. Well, it's been awesome, you know. We love chopping it up every week. We're going to be back again next week. Thank you, Jaden, once again. Robbie, any final thoughts before we we hit the head? Well, we dropped to 0 and 2 last night, didn't we, on our Thursday night comp? Um, it was yep. probably a lot better than the first week's effort. So, yeah, hopefully we'll get that, that first win soon, right? Yeah, much love, everyone. Look forward to seeing you next week. Peace yeah. out, guys. Thanks for joining us.